The longest psalm in the Bible is Psalm 119. It has been called the psalm of the scriptures because it concentrates on one thing, the amazing sufficiency of God's word for our lives. Open to Psalm 119 today and open your heart to the Lord as we join Scott Pauley in this study. It is our prayer that through God's truth, you will find all you need. People spend their entire life looking for all the good things of life, trying desperately to fill the emptiness on the inside. I hope that one of the things that grows out of this study is that you have a deep abiding conviction in the fact that every good thing in life, in fact, not just this life, but in the life to come, is connected to the Word of God. That's why we just keep saying it's all you need, it's all you need, it's all you need, because it's not about the book, it's about the God of the book. It connects us to God, it reveals God to us, it, it ushers us in to the divine resources. Oh, I just I rest every day in the sufficiency of Scripture, both for myself and for those I'm trying to minister to. We're nearing the end, and it's very interesting, as we near the end, we come to a section uh, that is one of the great summary sections of this psalm, It is Psalm 119, verses 161 to 168, and it shows us, I think, that every good thing is connected to God's Word, that all you could ever desire comes through knowing God as He reveals Himself in Scripture. So let's walk through it today and make a list of every good thing that you find in the Word of God. Verse 161, the Bible says, Princes have persecuted me without a cause, but my heart standeth in awe of thy word. So it actually doesn't begin with a positive. It begins with a negative. Why? Because that's where we all live. The world has always been inequitable. Uh, The world has always been a fallen place. The world has always been filled with injustice. And yet, please don't miss this, the psalmist does not concentrate on the persecutors. He concentrates on the word. He doesn't concentrate on the princes. He concentrates on on the king. He, he doesn't concentrate on what they've done or said without a cause. Instead, he concentrates on the cause that's revealed in Scripture. Listen to it. But my heart standeth in awe of thy word. Here's a man who's learned the vital secret of not living life in awe of man, but in awe of God. I tell you, every time I get in awe of some man, I get disappointed. And that's true of all of us because we're all sinners. Uh, don't live in awe of some individual. We're all just fallen, broken people in need of the grace of God. Let me tell you who to stand in awe of. Stand in awe of God and you'll never be disappointed. So every good thing in the word we have the right awe. And then in verse 162, I rejoice at thy word as one that findeth great spoil. So now we have joy, true joy, lasting joy. The kind of joy no man can give you and no circumstances can take away from you. It's connected to the word of God. So we move from awe to joy. We use the word awesome from time to time. We say lots of things and people are awesome, but really only one is awe-inspiring, and that is our God. And the greater glimpse you get of him and the more you stand in awe of him, the more his joy will fill your heart. In verse 163, I hate and abhor lying, but thy law do I love. So here we have love, uh, the right affections, the right desires, something that you can love that is lovely, something that you can love that will not get ugly. It is the word of the living God. In verse 164, seven times a day do I praise thee because of thy righteous judgments. So we have not only awe and joy and love, 
Now we have praise. Praise grows out of what we learn about God in his word. If you want to be a better praiser, be a better Bible student. Because the more you know about God, the more you get a glimpse of him, the more praise is going to well up in your heart. I'm so convicted every time I read this verse, Psalm 119, 164. Seven times a day do I praise thee. And I have to ask myself, how many times a day do I really praise the Lord? Uh, Let today be a day of praise. Let every day and all day be a day of praise. Then he says, great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. So we have all, we have joy. He said, I rejoice at thy word as one that findeth great spoil. This is the spoil that preserves. Uh, We have love, and now we have praise, and then peace. And not just any peace, great peace. Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. Would you like to live today without being offended? I mean by that, would you like to live your life without being blown off course by everything coming and going or blown away by what people do or don't do? Would you like to live your life without just living in constant disappointment? I'll tell you how to do it. Fix your attention on the word of the living God. And wherever the word is, the peace of God will keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Do you see every good thing? And then verse 166 What a verse. Lord, I have hoped for thy salvation and done thy commandments. So now we have hope. Uh, By the way, could I point out to you that hope is not just some uh, passing emotion here? He said, I have hoped and done thy commandments. He connects hope and obedience. This is faith in action. This is more than just a warm, fuzzy feeling. This is the hope that says God's way is right and I'm going to obey him. And I'm going to trust that he's going to work all of this out in the end. So look at your list. Do you have it? awe and joy and love and praise and peace and hope. And then notice how the section ends. Verse 167 and 168, he says, My soul hath kept thy testimonies, and I love them exceedingly. By the way, I would point out to you that three times in this one section, he says he loves the Bible. Do you love your Bible? I mean, do you really love your Bible? I don't mean do you do you like the feel of it or the the smell of the leather, I mean, do you love to to feed on it? Do you love to let it speak to you? I'm not asking do you love to carry it to church. Do you love to get into it every day? Do you really love the Word of God? Well, here's the test. The last verse, Psalm 119, 161 to 168 says, I have kept thy precepts and thy testimonies for all my ways are before thee. So what's the seventh thing on our list here? Obedience. If you really love the Word of God, you're going to obey it. That's how the section ends. Two verses here on obedience, and I noticed this. I don't know if you remember way back when we started our study in Psalm 119. How did we begin? Go back and review the first section or two of Psalm 119, and you'll find that the operative word there was the word keep. Remember? He was going to keep God's Word to the end. He was going to obey it. He was going to do it. Well, now we've come to the end, and he returns to where he began with keeping God's word, with obedience. Oh, my friend, he's emphasizing what we are to do, not just what we're supposed to believe. You see, I think this is one of the great mistakes of Bible-believing Christians. We nod our head, we give mental assent, we have knowledge of Bible facts, we, we take notes of sermons, uh, we, we would say we believe it, but it's not truly affecting the way we live our lives every day. And for the last several weeks, if all we did was just... Uh, every day, spend a few minutes talking about Psalm 119, talking about the Scripture. If that's all we accomplished, then I've wasted my breath and you've wasted your time. 
The question is, what are we going to do about it? Remember what James said, not to be hearers only, but to be doers of the word. I know God's word will keep me. I know God's word will keep you. But I know my responsibility is to keep it. And when you and I live in the word, love the word, and labor to obey the word, God says, I'll lead you to an awe of me. I'll give you joy. I'll put the right love in you. Praise will well up in your heart. Peace will keep your heart and mind. Hope will be there, and you will obey me day by day. This is the relationship we're supposed to have with this living book and with the living author of this book. Oh, may the Lord help you today to discover in this gold mine every good thing that God has for your life. Because in the Bible, you truly will find all you need. All you need is found in the Word of God. As you learn it and apply it, you will come to know the God of the Word more and more. Our prayer today is that you will grow in your understanding of Scripture and your love for the one who gave it. You may find additional resources for Bible study at our online home. Visit enjoyingthejourney.org today. We would love to hear from you. Thank you for your prayers, support, and thanks for sharing the Enjoying the Journey studies with others. Thank you.